Good morning, everyone. I'm R.W. Estella with a word in Edgewise. Today is the 17th of July, the 198th day of 2023, with 167 days ahead of us on our way to 2024. Today, we're about to enter the fifth week of summer, which in Down East vernacular means we're a week away from Christmas in July. Transferable accoutrements include lights, especially stringed lights on the backyard conifers or deciduous trees, solar LED lights illuminating the pink flamingos, motion-activated lights temporarily wearing red shades. Morning is morning, writes Ricardo Alberto Maldonado. I have some explaining to do. Five o'clock meant I would speculate about artichokes, Greek, and the unfarmed mackerel. The men would present us with a bed of carrot and potatoes, plus one cup of broth. In our garden, my girlfriend and I now try to be patient, knowing how fragile everything can be, given the fauna finding the flora provided just for them. We pick off Japanese beetles from the evening primrose, wonder where Woody Woodchuck has been the past week, await the browsing deer in various sizes, doe and fawn, in the singular and the multiple. The purple asters have become boisterous, but not as riotous as the hollyhocks or the tiger lilies. The potted Orient Express eggplants and early jalapenos continue to flower along with the earthbound oregano. Our resident red bee balm has returned this summer with radiant petals attracting the local bees, butterflies, and hummingbirds, and a friend has made us foster parents to extra seedlings he no longer has space for, some red cabbage, Brussels sprouts, cayenne peppers, and vine tomatoes. Heavenward this afternoon around 2 o'clock will have July's new moon, that time of transition when our moon begins its metamorphosis from waning crescent to waxing crescent. And for the next three nights in the western sky shortly after sunset, the moon will successively be keeping company with Mercury on the 18th, then Venus and Regulus, the brightest star of the constellation Leo the Lion, on the 19th, and then lastly with the red planet Mars on the 20th. During these last couple of weeks of July, we also have an opportunity to observe the backbone of the Milky Way. Look east in the evening to locate the Northern Cross in the constellation Cygnus, the Swan. The asterism's most brilliant star is Deneb at the end of the short left arm of the cross. Then look to the right for Albirio at the end of the long right arm of the cross. And the bluish-white Class AO main sequence star known as Vega, which is 2.1 times as massive as our Sun and located only 25 light-years away, became the first star to be photographed by Harvard Observatory today back in 1850. Today, 180 AD, as the earliest record of Christianity on the African continent, six inhabitants of Carthage, North Africa, were executed for being Christians. Today, in 1505, Martin Luther entered into an Augustinian monastery at Erfurt, Germany. Today, in 1549, Jews were expelled from Ghent, Belgium. 
Today in 1717, George Friedrich Handel's Water Music premiered repeatedly on a barge cruising the River Thames in London. Today in 1897, the first ship carrying gold from the Yukon arrived in Seattle. Today in 1898, during the Spanish-American War, Spaniards surrendered to U.S. forces at Santiago de Cuba. Today in 1918, the Romanov royal family were executed by a Bolshevik firing squad in Yekaterinburg, Siberia. On this day, 80 years later, they will be properly buried. Today in 1936, Spanish generals Francisco Franco and Emilio Mola led the right-wing uprising that began the Spanish Civil War. Today in 1967, Jimi Hendrix quit as the opening act for the Monkees Tour, playing only seven of a planned 29 shows. Today in 1968, the Beatles animated film Yellow Submarine premiered in London. Today in 1917 in Lima, Ohio, Perry Driver, an insurance sales manager, and his wife Frances had a daughter they named Phyllis, who much later, while attending Ohio's Bluffton College to become a music teacher, worked as the humor editor of the college paper, in the process meeting Sherwood Anderson Diller, with whom she fell in love and eloped in 1939. They soon settled in California, where Sherwood held a variety of jobs, including as a refrigerator salesman for Sears Roebuck. He and Phyllis had five children, and along with her intense homemaking responsibility, Phyllis wrote a shopping column for a newspaper, then began writing ad copy, and then worked at KSFO Radio in San Francisco, handling press relations and merchandising. Her real talent, however, emerged initially as a pastime, telling jokes to her housewife friends at the laundromat. Before long, she was doing stand-up comedy at the Purple Onion in San Francisco, then working small clubs until finding her way on the other coast at Miami Beach's Fontainebleau Hotel, of which Dilla remarked, After my first show, the manager fired me. I came to New York to live in a fleabag hotel. My defeat paralyzed my agency. They thought, my God, we've picked a loser. However, my being fired turned out to be a really important break. Tonight show host Jack Parr believed in me because I was out of work in New York where the show was then produced, I was available whenever Jack wanted me. He used me on the show often, and the exposure was tremendous. There is no doubt I owe disastrous firing and Jack Parr's friendly exposure for my success. Today is also the building a birthday in 1674 of English preacher and hymnist Isaac Watts. In 1763 of German-American businessman among the first multimillionaires John Jacob Astor. In 1871 of German-American expressionist painter Lionel Feininger. In 1899, American actor James Cagney. In 1912, of a Canadian-American radio and TV host, Art Linkletter. In 1920, of American physicist and inventor of the laser, Gordon Gould. And of American actress, Helen Walker. In 1921, of the first woman to play in the Men's Negro League, Tony Stone. In 1928, of American jazz pianist and composer also featured in Peanuts TV specials, Vince Guaraldi. In 
1935 of American actress Diane Carroll and Canadian actor Donald Sutherland. In 1939 of English guitarist Spencer Davis. In 1947 of British Queen consort Camilla Parker Bowles. In 1950 of American singer-songwriter Phoebe Snow. In 1952 of American actor David Hasselhoff and American rock vocalist Nicolette Larson. And in 1954 of, Amer of German Chancellor Angela Merkel. From Oren Maine, I'm R.W. Estella with a word in Edgewise. Here's to the fifth official week of summer and to the 29th week of 2023.